When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oh, Tony got it. He got it. Number 40. It's in. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Hey, when you're on the road and the fans are going nuts, that's how incredible it is. Shohei Otani is doing something that we've never seen before. Today's guests from NBC Sports Boston, Tom Curran, senior writer for the MMQB, Albert Breer, tennis icon, Billie Jean King, plus from Peacock's brother from another, Michael Hawley, and now... It's Rich Eisen. All right, everybody. Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show. Uh, back in the chair here on this Friday program. I am thrilled to be here. Um, 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. Let's have some conversations today. we got, we got some real estate on our, on our schedule and rundown and guest list today. Good to see you over there. Chris Brockman, how are you, sir? Rich, I am great today because uh, the Pats got two quarterbacks. Okay, we'll talk about that. Uh, I feel that uh, you've left Brian Hoyer out of the equation, but uh, we'll 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 Sorry, put a apologies. pin in that for a moment. My apologies. Uh, good to see Mr. Feller here once hey, again, sitting that, in Mike Del Tufo's chair. Mike Del Tufo is either doing something for Fox, or I, I'm I've I've received word he is. Uh, <laughs> what are you about to say? <laughs> that was already funny. He is he is protesting out in front of the OnlyFans offices. <laughs> <laughs> Upset at their new content policy. <laughs> How are you, TJ Jefferson? Good to see you over there. I'm, I'm better now than I was 10 seconds ago. <laughs> Let's put I it thought you were going to make like a cleaning the fountain at the Bellagio joke no, or something. I, no. Brockman, I did not I see did, that. I, one. I, I In a million years, I would have protesting. He's protesting. I'll join him. He needs, he Careful. <laughs> Careful. Oh, man. Careful. I, I was wow. going to say something, and I don't even remember what I was going to say. Now. Oh, my gosh. That was amazing. <laughs> we've got a we've got a great guest list. Uh, our first up is Tom Curran of NBC Sports Boston, and Tommy's going to join us to talk about uh, the the absolute uh, blasting Whew. the Patriots delivered to the Philadelphia Eagles yesterday. And uh, Albert Breer of the MMQB will be joining us in hour number two to to I guess put put a, a couple of cents on the entirety of this preseason weekend. This is a big one. Because we have no idea this preseason weekend, it's a big one because we have no idea how everyone's going to handle that third preseason game. Normally, the third preseason game is a big dress rehearsal. This weekend could be that big dress rehearsal. TJ still can't even talk sports. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking over at TJ. I mean, honestly, honestly, dude, like, 
last you thing we thought you were going to say. Yeah. I'm sweating right now. Uh, it's okay. It's oh, fine. It's man. It's all right. Definitely it's not. all right. It's all right. Mike's, Mike's going to make a difference. <laughs> One I really appreciate that, Mikey. One subscription at a time. Here, I bought my hot dogs. So, um, I, I, honestly, you don't, like we just saw last night how the Patriots handled preseason game number two. Tomorrow, we'll see how the Bears handle preseason game number two, even though Justin Fields has been banged up a little bit with a groin injury. He looked pretty damn good um, last week, as we know. Andy Dalton's supposed to play uh, uh, a quarter and a half. But um, Albert's going to try and fill in some of the blanks on that. But let's talk about those Patriots quarterbacks last night. Mac versus Cam. Cam versus Mac. And Cam versus Mac, otherwise known here on the Rich Eisen Show, is the battle between the quarterback that Chris Brockman was excited to have re-signed and against the quarterback that he was upset about getting drafted until he saw just how good that quarterback was. So that's the way that one goes. It's not entirely accurate. It's entirely accurate. <laughs> when Cam got re-signed, like, all right, you kind of went higher register. All right, we'll see what it goes. I mean, last year, you know, I mean, it was pretty good before he got COVID. Then he came back, and the whole season kind of went down the drain. But they right, also right, didn't right, have right, right. the weaponry. And then the Patriots had an off-season spending spree like they were, you know, a little bit hammered on shore leave. And we didn't see the, the uh, a spending spree like that. And then you see what they're doing defensively, even without Stephon Gilmore around. You know, even without him around to be practicing and out there. This guy, Matthew Judon, is a real deal. And Chase Winovich just came back. Yeah. I mean, this Pat's defense is lurking. It's, it's one of those, it's, it's always the Pat's defense is either one of two things, either outstanding mm-hmm. or half the first half of the season learning how to do their job right. before becoming outstanding. Yeah. That's usually the way it goes for the New England Patriots. And they could be yeah. pretty damn freaking yeah, good so on that yeah. side of the football which means what do you do on that offensive side of the football and you've got different weapons there now and it seems to be like one running back after another who can tote it yeah. you know and it's a deep 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 running back roster they've got two tight ends now just like the old days Nikhil Harry got banged up last night he left in his sling he leaves Philadelphia we'll see how that works but it is, of course, all about the quarterbacks. And, yeah, you were higher register when Cam got hired, and then you couldn't understand why the Patriots would draft somebody or sign Cam when they were going to draft somebody. But you can't know in March or April what you're going to do in late April until the board materializes. And the board materialized for the New England Patriots to sit right where they were and Mac Jones being available. They didn't have to go get anybody. Either they evaluated somebody and thought it wasn't worth whatever the teams were asking to go and trade up into that spot to go get the kid. And Justin Fields is the only quarterback that was within hailing distance of the 15th overall spot, and they decided to just stay put, hold Braveheart style, and get Mac Jones, who might be that proverbial perfect fit because it sure looks like it. He's ready from Alabama. And as we know, Alabama, technically, deep down, sodium pentothal, we're all hooked up, is New England's farm system. <laughs> and Or at least built to send people to the next level that right, right. Bill Belichick already knows what you're getting. My alma mater is another one of those. He likes taking Michigan guys. On defense, Certainly on especially. defense, right? Yeah. Oh, also, uh, what's the word? Quarterback. Oh, Tom Brady. Um, so there's a fit there, and he gets the ball out pretty damn fast. 
and the narrative was all set up for this is Mac's job. He looks good in practice. He looked good in that preseason game. But guess who came out last night? Guess who came out last night when eight of nine, 103 yards, ball out, fast touchdown? That's Cameron. He looked good. He sure did. Looked good. He looked like he was in command and he knew what's what. And that was a nice little oh Henry like twist yeah, on the narrative that was forming coming out of the New England area. All right. All right. And again, this is all good for Belichick. This oh, is yeah. all good. Because once again, I mean, the guy's been there and done that from his own Brady and Bledsoe decision from back in the day. And I'm sure, knowing Belichick, as I do, there has to be 10 to 15 historic situations that he knows off the top of his head. <laughs> he's gonna ha- He's got this. Going to figure it out. And it'll be fascinating as to when he goes to Mac Jones and why and what happens. Can't wait. What a, what a terrific night it was for New England. It was. All of it. All of it. Yeah, really. The only thing that kind of was a bummer was the kicking game. Quinn Norton kind of struggled. And mm-hmm. after having a nice out, you know, output in week one. so It's all right. That's what happens with these young kickers. I know. That was the only aspect. Nord- and Nordine. Kind of a- it's Nordine. You should know that. Nordine. You know, it's okay. You right. should know that because he's going to be your kicker and he's going to be the guy you curse quite a bit sometimes. Because <laughs> yeah. young kickers, you're going to do that. But, it's but, you know, I mean, and on occasion, he was he was up and down at Michigan too, bro. Yeah. And uh, I think he's the one who bell- who, who um uh, Harbaugh one, uh, slept in the slept tree in to go the, yeah. to to slept in his house, slept in his the, house yeah, or in a tree house or, or whatever, something, yeah. something. Yeah, that's to the, to that's go recruit, kid. right? Stolen from Penn State, correct? Right, yeah. right. uh huh. And Belichick will get it straightened out, and if not, he'll be history because yep. that's just the way it goes with Bill. Right. Special teams. That's the, he's special got the teams, wrong right. head coach if he's thinking, yeah, the head coach will just delegate that special yeah. teams. Um, it was a good night. It sure as hell was. Good night, Ramondre Stevenson. Hmm. Okay, now, mm-hmm. because you got Damian Harris, you got Sony Michelle, and now this kid's raising his hand saying, I've got two preseason games under my belt here. Four Teletubbies, right? And J.J. Right? Taylor yep. looked good, and you still have James White. Well, that J.J. Taylor put somebody on, uh, he hit the B button on somebody last oh, night, man. a little spin move. I still brought him on the Ramondre trail, you. and I think he's making that team, man. I think he is now. Yeah. I picked. I told you that three weeks ago. I mean, who do you cut? Yeah. Who do you not take? Who do you leave out? Who do you, know. He's who making puts, a team, Brockman. He's making a team. Yeah. Whether it's not our, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, this Beeson. is. I mean, Beeson. run game looked monster. You've got to be kind of fired up here because whatever the hell last year was, it looks like they've tightened the bolts there and they've got themselves a team that knows how to do their job. Yeah. And I know it's just preseason, but still, it's fun to be excited. So we're going to talk about that with Tom Curran, and then you know. It's just preseason. I know it's just preseason. I get it's just preseason. But can poor Jalen Hurts, I mean, yeah. what the hell? He's bouncing around That's during weird. pregame. He's what... dancing yeah, around. Right, Looks exactly. like he's ready. Looks and like all of a sudden, poof, he's gone off to the hospital to get his stomach checked. Yeah. Like, what the hell is going on? Weird. But for him, he didn't get the reps. Getting them against New England, too, would have been really neat for him. Needed him. Uh, I mean, I don't know if he needs them. But, but I'll tell you this, sometimes if you have to prove your worth, sometimes, certainly in preseason, kind of better to let them see what it's like without you. Because last night without him, 
was a holy hot hell of a mess. Well, I mean, uh, Nick Mullins is just... Well... Flacco was okay. I mean... Not going to be your starter. I'll, let's do, but, let's be positive for Philadelphia. Let's be positive. Devontae Smith? He's going to be a monster. Okay, now. Yeah, he's going to be a monster. All right. Yeah. All right. Just give him... Just. And Jalen Rager, the too. Way, they probably have, they have you two see, really see, good young see, kids. Well, I mean, he's, obviously health is going to be important. You see a couple times, like, Smith... <laughs> Well, right. you give him like you give him that yard of space or two yards, like a little bit more than you need to give him. See you later. And he I just mean, cuts like so I've never seen a wow. wide receiver. There were a couple of wows. Yeah, yeah he's good. Last night. Yeah. So you know, Ertz but you would have liked play. to have seen him I mean, doing that with Hertz, getting that relationship down in game. You're play, gonna. But. You're gonna. But some, like I said, sometimes when you're trying to prove your worth, yes, you get in your reps. That's great. Sometimes it's great to just show you this is what it looks like without me. Everybody thinks that, you know, I'm not as good as that or I'm less than that. And obviously Hertz is not one of those guys who's wired like that. It was also but, too weird, like after the game suddenly. No, he's fine. Everything checked out. Yeah, like, everything. Well, I mean. Also, there was just a three-hour window where he wasn't fine. Like, what was that? Well, I mean, I, what – why wouldn't they want him out there? And you got to say you got to say that because everyone the minute that somebody's on the field and then they're not, it, you're thinking somebody's COVID test came back and they got to be sent out. So yeah, I'm glad it's not that Philadelphia at Atlanta week number one. Three weeks from today, we will be talking about what happened between the Bucks and the Cowboys yes. to see how Tom Brady and the Bucks looked. Um, and is it possible that they struggled against a new revamped and coached Cowboys defense? Would the Cowboys be able to put enough points on the board with Ben DiNucci to beat Brady? <laughs> this guy's on fire. So we're going to what? I'm sorry. Hey, what, did I, what did I say? I'm sorry. You said you, said you pronounced Dak Prescott wrong. <laughs> is what you, is what I did. You yeah, I did. Just a slip up. Sorry, I had a little Italian food last night. Oh, so, nice. You know, it was good. Did you have some gnocchi o- or pachan too? Uh, yeah, that, that that's was, a given, yeah, Chris. That's that was a given. that was uh, that was uh, about a couple hours before the indigestion of a bad beat. Um, oh no! So, oh god, Sorry. I don't want to talk wanna... it out later on. Okay. Everybody's got bad beats. I know, but you know, I. You know. Um, so yeah, that's out. so we'll be. I'm sorry, yeah. I meant to say Dak. Prescott. I figured you did. Yeah. I meant to say Dak. <laughs> I don't like to correct you on air, obviously, but sometimes when you slip up, Dak you've got it. But you've got to be feeling it right over there, bro, Brockman. It's uh, just preseason football. I wish first take and everyone would stop talking about it so we can fly under the radar. What do you What do you care what first take is saying? Well, I mean, people watch that show. I know they people watch it. They take. I mean, we've spent twelve minutes on it. what do we chop liver over here? It's fine if we talk about it, but the, the no. If, but I would, I would like us to move. I would like us to move on. No, I just mean like. The, what are we second yeah. take? What are we? Yeah. We third take? Well, we're on after that. I'm just saying, like, let's just stop talking about it so we can continue to fly under the radar. You're not flying under the radar. What do we chop liver? You're not going to fly under the radar much longer. No one's talking about you to win the Super Bowl. That's for sure. And nobody's talking about you no, to win I, the AFC, let alone the AFC but, East, which I know you're not used to. You know, some AFC East odds, I could probably get a good number right now, Rich. Just saying. Steelers at Bills week one. Oh, boy. That's not going to be a game. Oh, boy. Come on. I don't know about that. Dolphins at Patriots, late window. Tua. <clears throat> Tua v. Cam. 
Here we go. go. Let's go. I can't. I mean, honestly, when you start seeing the preseason games and the juices begin to flow and you're seeing already the battles and the competition and the what ifs and the how about that and could that be and could this be possible and how terrible that look. But it's just preseason. Wait till it comes and we're three weeks away. Baby. Let's take a break. Tom Curran, your phone calls at 844-204-RICH. Also still to come on this show, Billie Jean King in hour number three. How great is that going to be? I can't wait to chat with you. One of the all-time greats who is revered in my household growing up. Revered. I mean, she was up there with some of the uh, presidents and also uh, the teachers union chief. These are the people that... (laughs) We're revered in my household. <laughs> um, and so uh, Billie Jean King's got a new bi- autobiography all in. I can't believe she's never written an autobiography before. So I guess it's time. And then Michael Holly will help us take us to his show, Brother from Another, right here on Peacock. Also on Peacock this weekend, SummerSlam. Yeah. And yeah. you, TJ Jefferson, yeah. are going to have, you've, you've compiled the top five storylines you're looking forward to see playing out on yeah, there's, there's a whole lot but i had to narrow it down to five these are five things that i'm looking forward to okay from uh SummerSlam. And we're going to be doing that later on on this program yeah um oh, yeah i guess so, i should get the voice ready oh yeah brother freak out freak speaking out, of which yeah. we might have a new segment because you and <laughs> uh, testing your mic for peacock earlier on <laughs> read the lyrics to stairway to heaven because it's robert plant's birthday right robert plant's 73 thank god today. thank god that uh you that's know, why he's trending everybody I saw he, that. he's I'm still like, with us come on, it's his Twitter. birthday like come on so um there should be a he's not or she's not dead right. font. Or just put like, like a, a cake put, next yeah. to him or Bronwyn something. Bronwyn had a great idea. When you're the first person to tweet someone happy birthday, hashtag it and then put a cake at the end. There you put go. Very like, good. Come on. Didn't know an Unless, of course, they're diabetic. That's a problem. That's true. Um, true. You got to think of everything these days. <laughs> um, we might have a new segment. TJ Jefferson uh, <laughs> reads classic rock lyrics. It was very nice. It was very soothing. Soothing, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Bring it. It's good for children. I kind of feel like it's great. You know, instead of white noise when you're trying to go to sleep, you could just have me read some song lyrics. TJ noise. The white noise machine is put you to sleep. Yeah. All right, we'll take a break. Come back. Uh, Tom Current, Tommy, is going to be joining us. NBC Sports Boston. What happened last night? What does it all mean? That's next on this Friday Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices make sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests work is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner, so you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature, quiets your snores, or... 
your partners. Sleep Number does that. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The sleep number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks sleep number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I ask this of every Alabama Crimson Tide player. I ask this of Tua. I ask this of Tua. What's the angriest you ever made, Nick Saban? Um, I don't know if I could think of a specific one. Let's see. I mean, yeah, the story, the Hill Mary story, I don't know if you've heard that one. Go for it. But my freshman year on scout team, I was supposed to throw a Hill Mary, like, because you're going through situations. It's the end of the game. So the defense has everyone back on the goal line. And this guy, our wide receiver, Derek Keith, was a wide receiver. And I threw him a little quick screen. And then I ran. I ran behind him, and then he pitched it to me. And I technically scored and spiked the ball. Um, and then Coach Saban yelled at me for like 10 minutes straight. <laughs> so that was probably the, the, the most I've ever seen him mad at me. But there, there's been other times, but I try to just calm him down nowadays. Well, it's just, yeah, I mean, uh, it, it's interesting. Tua said the same thing. He tried to calm Nick down, uh, your, your coach down after. Uh, he, he basically yeah. told him, you know, hey, after I took that sack, I did win the national championship with a throw. And he said he kind of got his your coach. But, but didn't you want to say at some point, like, hey, you know, you did score, right? Wasn't that the point of the play is to score, <laughs> right, man? Yeah, I mean, at that point when I was scouting, I wasn't going to say anything. But, <laughs> <laughs> I just kind of walked away and said, oh, my gosh, that was really embarrassing. But, you know, I do try and calm Coach Saban down during the games, and he does a good job of keeping me calm. So it's a mutual relationship. <laughs> but, I mean, it's got to be – amazing right i mean that uh and, 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 yeah but you're you're again i know you're you're in the moment and you're but you, you you can't even call him a legend right i mean he's basically there's belichick and there's him right now in the coaching community and they're they're from the same tree the fact that you that you're in his care in his hands and the and the staff and you know I'm, I, that's got it's got to do you ever catch yourself at any point in time just to think about that in the moment at all or, or no yeah it's, it's definitely wild. Um, I mean, he's been doing that for a while, and even when I was in high school and younger. So, um, like I said, just getting a chance to talk to him when I first met him, and then um, our relationship just kind of took off from there. But Chris Saban's definitely the greatest college coach of all time, and I'm just happy to be his quarterback this year. And I want to hopefully bring back another national championship for him. How much time? As Mac Jones, that was before he got drafted by... Belichick. Again, that's what I'm telling you, man. Mm. Whatever Belichick might be coaching him up hard or tough love or anything like that, can't be anything he hasn't already seen before. And he's he he audibled on the scout team. <laughs> well, try instead of throwing a Hail Mary doing that. Man, oh man. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show on our radio network, all one big happy simulcast family. PeacockTV.com if you want to watch us every single day. YouTube.com slash Rich Eisen Show is how you can keep up with us when we're off of live television. We're streaming live on Odyssey. We're also on Sirius XM Channel 211 giving a special shout out 
to Suze and the kids who are listening to us right now. So best behavior, everybody. As a matter of fact, clean up your desk. <laughs> uh, no more Del Tufo only fan jokes now that I know that oh, they're listening. <laughs> kids are wondering what kind of store that is. <laughs> and on is. this Rich Eisen yeah, Show terrestrial radio affiliate, we appreciate you having us in There's your ear gate. Um, NBC Sports Boston's Tom Curran back here on the Rich Eisen Show. How are you, Tommy? How you doing, big fella? <laughs> Well, at least Hoyer got some work last night, too, huh? I mean, what a what a Lollapalooza. What a Belichick Palooza. Do your job Palooza that was last night it really in Philadelphia. Was. And the funny thing is, you know, you're trying to process it, and I think they went 21 for 28 for 249 between Cam and Mac Jones. And you're saying, wow, they looked awesome. But it really was hitting off a tee as opposed to what we saw Monday and Tuesday when they were playing against Derek Barnett and Fletcher Cox and Darius Slay. None of those guys played. Right. So you you don't want to be the turd in the punch bowl. Like, oh, well, who were they playing against? But, oh, well, who were they playing against? Really, what it comes down to. So what do we make of this then, Tom? Because Monday and Tuesday, how did they look against the – how did they look in the punch bowl before the turds got in it? They scuffled a little bit. You know, and and I don't want to go too far on the defensive side of the ball, but Jalen Hurts was the best quarterback of the group, and he did a really great job against the Patriots' defense, you know, knocking passes into his tight ends. But, you know, we're more quarterback-centric here for New England, and Mack was better than Cam on Monday. Neither guy was good. On Tuesday, with Philly playing zone, in a lot of the red zone situational stuff in 7-on-7 and 11-on-11, and the Patriots not having Johnny Smith or Hunter Henry, it was was a check-down brigade for both quarterbacks. Really only one incompletion for Cam and one incompletion, which was a pick for Mac Jones. So what I think the takeaway is, continues to be, Mac Jones is more efficient, more accurate, more decisive than Cam Newton, on a day-in, day-out basis. So and it's I, gone on for a month. Did I hear, did I read something, Tom Curran, that somebody on the Eagles was heckling Cam as a check-down king or something like that during the that, practice? That's exactly what he was labeled, the check-down king. And Mm-mm. Cam said, well, you know, stop playing zone and give me soft spots in the zone and, and I'll stop checking it down. But I think we saw last night, for those who watched the game, the reason... Mac Jones is going to perhaps sooner rather than later emerge as a Patriot starter is his ability to be accurate down the field. And Cam had a few step-up type throws because he was going with his first offensive line against the second and third defensive lines and front sevens. But he had the opportunity to step up and throw accurately in the the mid-range. But for the second week in a row, you saw Mac Jones throw a 40-yard-plus pass downfield and hit somebody in the hands. Both of them have been incomplete. But Mac Jones' accuracy down the field for a team that brought in Aguilar and Kendrick Bourne and Hunter Henry hmm. and John U. Smith is a point in which you need to maximize those resources. You spent money on them, you want to use them, one guy's better at using them than the other. Tom Curran, NBC Sports Boston here on the Rich Eisen Show, had you on uh, early July, and you were talking about what you were hearing and the raves from within the patriot regime about mac jones picking things up and being uh a lot closer to completion than potentially other rookie quarterbacks might be 
after their first mini camps. What are you hearing about his readiness, preparedness, what people are saying uh, during training camp? Give me that one. Very positive feeling as if, you know, what we're seeing and perceiving is, is what the team is seeing and perceiving as well. You know, he's kind of eyeball to eyeball with Cam in many ways, many important ways. And that includes pre-snap, post-snap, accuracy, and efficiency. The concern is, and and Mike Lombardi, I think, articulated it on his podcast, do you want to sink the roots a little bit more? Do you want to shelter him? And that, Rich, to me, is we can all reel off the examples. Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, of guys who were not thrown in the deep end. But Justin Herbert was thrown in the deep end when Tyrod Taylor got his lung punctured. He did fine. The floor for Mac Jones is so high that I don't think he needs to be wet nursed through the early portion of the season. But we both know, and you know Bill very well too, one interesting thing is look at all the defensive and offensive coordinators he's had over the years and the way he resists giving them a title. It's almost like, well, he's going to get, he can't deal with the criticism. He won't be able to deal with it. Well, why? What's the big deal? To me, if you don't start Mac Jones at the beginning of the year, you're afraid he can't take it. And I think that's being a helicopter parent. I, I kind of agree with you, Tom, because how many times do we all say that, you know, Alabama and the SEC is as close to the NFL as college football is going to get, and Nick Saban is as close to Belichick as you're going to get in college football, and now he, here he is in professional football with Belichick, and of course there is a learning curve, but I don't think that there's anything that Mac Jones is going to see or feel that he hasn't already felt in becoming a self-made man, a kid who used to be, you know, what, 170 pounds soaking wet and now mm-hmm a mid-first-round draft choice for the New England Patriots, the first first-round drafted quarterback since Drew Bledsoe. I mean, I think he can take it. The question is, is what is Belichick's process going to be? I know, you mm-hmm. know, you know Bill, and you, you mentioned about how I've been around the guy and, and know him, but I don't, does anybody know what his process is of evaluation and thought is going to be, what he needs to see, what you think he's going to go on with gut feel and how much that's going to be part of the equation. Any idea on that front, Tom? I think he loves this. I bet. Being enigmatic and having people get, what's Bill going to do? He has no doubt embraced that element of his brand that he has developed. So he loves it. And he'll love the interplay that we're going to engage in over the next <laughs> however many days. Even though he might outwardly he, not seem oh, to yeah, love he's it. He's going to love it. I can't wait. I can't wait until these idiots start asking me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there is a competitive advantage, too. If you're Brian Flores and you have to keep sitting here seeing Cam Newton play the first quarter with all the ones, and it might happen again next week against New York. Well, then you have to go into week one preparing for quarterback draws and read option and a running quarterback as opposed to, you know, a Tom Brady extra, extra light who is going to process and throw darts at your defense. So there's a competitive advantage that Bill Belichick might very well wring every moment out of that he can. And I, I can see how this is going to go for about another two or three weeks. So, um, best guess, 
we're going to go into week one and and that lead up post Labor Day to week one against the Dolphins. He, he's going to call those cards close to the vest, right? Like we we won't. Yeah, know. I don't, There's I don't, no reason for him to to make any move, any decision, any I'm, announcement. Give I'm us anything a we dumb want. Question. A dumb question, Rich. Teams don't have to announce their starting quarterback, do no. they? No. No, they so don't. What's the upset? Unless, unless they, they, they want to give their 53 men and everyone else in the building a little bit of guidance, but they'll know that by who takes the ones, right? And anybody who breathes yeah. anything to their their friends, parents, friend, uh, agents, and what have you, and that gets out, they will have to fear the wrath of Belichick coming down from the mount, right? Like, that's the yeah. way it'll probably lead up to week one, best and you can he tell right here. And out of practice, you know, right after stretching. We don't see any ones and twos. So it's not like we're going to be reporting on it. We're going to be trying to ferret it out. But, you know, what's the upside of telling Tom Curran who you think the starter is going to be up against your paycheck? Nah. <laughs> so how are you going to ask the question, Tom? You want me to be Belichick? You want to practice? No, I don't think you need it. But I mean, you know, because we're going to yeah, we're going to see that. I mean, you know, Bill, there's uh, let's see, let's do this. Okay, um, think about it. Don't Bill. ask a yes or no question because you know he'll stick that one aside. The way and to no, go, no. the way to go is to try and go nostalgia. What did you do back in that day and try no, to get him started? I don't think that stuff applies, Rich. Okay. And this is 2021. I'm not okay. talking about, you know, Phil Sims and Jeff Hosta. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're all grasping its jaws, Tom. All right. We're going to go with uh, <laughs> yeah. Bill. Mm. Clearly, Mac Jones has appeared to be the better thrower, better decision maker, and more accurate. If... You always do what's best for the team, and we know that that's the case. In 2021, can you explain why Cam Newton would be a better option to start than Mac Jones? Well, I mean, we just, you know, evaluating and just looking at the film and, you know, we'll we'll, I mean, you, we'll just take a look at it. That. I mean, that's your opinion. I mean, we're, we're, we're looking at all. that, and I'm sure we all value that, Tom. Sure, everybody's dying to know exactly how you see it breaking down. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need me to play, Bill. You got both parts. <laughs> I've seen this movie. <laughs> You've been part of this movie. Oh, it's going to be great theater. And then you know, you know what sucks, Rich? Is what, then you know <laughs> that whatever answer you get, you stand, you run the risk of being of being the lead story on Twitter or wherever <laughs> that day. Are you mentally prepared for that as a reporter? I, yeah. <sighs> Oh, just sacrifice baby. Mike Reese. Just like throw him out there. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, hide behind him. Like, hey, Mike, I got a question you should ask Bill. <laughs> I, can, I can do a Reese for you, too. Hey, uh, Bill, we got uh, got to start somebody on Sunday. Yeah. Feeling like it could be Mac. <laughs> Send Breer out there. One of my very best friends. But. Send Breer out there. He's 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 number one in their hearts already. Anyway, so let's just uh, send him out there. Bill Mac. <laughs> this is great. This is we're getting it all from Tom Curran. Two drink minimum. Tom Curran has appeared here on the Rich Eisen Show. Waitress. Um, defensively, it seems like this cake is close to baked. Would that be appropriate to say? With Gilmore, we're assuming healthy and coming um, into form. With Judon looking terrific, what would you say about that side of the ball? Yeah, they're they're going to have some issues on the back end right now because, you know, I don't, I'm not sure Jalen Mills is 
anywhere close to 50% of what Stephon Gilmore is. J.C. Jackson's been outstanding. Um, the safety play is excellent. But we saw some tight end feasting by the Eagles on Monday and Tuesday in the red zone. So it's, it's not a layup, but Judon's a great ad. And having Hightower, Van Noy, Juwan Bentley, Winovich, Uche, and I'm not going to go through all the defensive linemen that they've added and that they have, but they are stocked in the front seven. So they're going to be miles better than they were last year when they were actually not good at all. Well, then I should ask you also an Eagles question. So you said Hurts looked like the best quarterback. It looks like he's ready to, to take the reins there in Philly, right? And you saw Smith. Yeah. Uh, did you see any of Smith? Because he looked terrific last night when he had space, ball in hand, and things like that. Uh, I'll give you the floor he did. on that subject. He's so sudden. Um, but I was surprised to see the Patriots kind of languishing six foot three corner Jawan right. Williams stick with Smith early on a couple of routes. But, and I think that Smith, he's, he's ridiculously fast. But until, you know, he gets through that, those first hits, I don't think his hands were great last night, and he acknowledged that a little bit after the game. But Hertz is, Hertz was, he might have a little Russell Wilson in him. Uh huh. Uh huh. So I enjoyed him this week. He threw so accurately. Did you get to speak with him? Because he's pretty special on that front, too. I don't know did if not. Get... I was staking out Cam. And how was he? How's he taking this he whole was, business? He didn't, he didn't love it. <sighs> when I asked him about his Instagram post last week and how come he put that up about. I'm not perfect, but I deserve loyalty. And I said, what does that mean? What do you, what do you mean there? I mean, you're playing football, and they, you sat down last week, and the fans cheered on your replacement. And What do you mean there? And he said, no, nah, it had nothing to do with football. Well, you're a professional quarterback, and that's why you have so many followers. You probably know the day after a preseason game, if you put that out there, most people are going to deduce that. Did you say, say that, that to him? Okay. I, I, <laughs> I said, well, you know people were going to take it that way. He goes, did I? Like, well, kind of. You you did. Well, it's, I put a lot of stuff on my Instagram that has nothing to do with football. But if you do a quick perusal of his Instagram, 79% of the posts are about football. So, mm. I don't know. How could you make I, it out over the weird font? <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's, you know what, man? I, I, I go, you know, he, he's been in this league 10 years now. I mean, this is it. And and um, and the question is, is he going to get the opportunity to to become the entertainer and icon that he was an iconic play in 2015? And are those days totally done? And and will he get the opportunity to perform, you know, if he performs in, in, in the first three games this year, like he did last year and continue it on for a half a season and then. Then the conversation will be, you know, wh- wh- why would you go to Mac? I mean, like that's his best case scenario, right? That's Cam's best oh, case yeah. scenario here this year. His best case scenario, I think, actually would have been for Mac Jones to come in and play like Jared Stidham, mm. play like somebody who was. I don't think that's happening. Unequipped to start. I mean, he's being beaten out. That's that's the issue, and if he's being beaten out by somebody who's never played in the NFL before, then. It's hard for that. What I think is interesting is the Cam Newton that we've seen for 18 months or 15 months or however long it's been feels different than the guy who was the MVP. He's just so at ease and comfortable and introspective and communicative. And 
you know, I've read enough about him in Carolina, and I, I know the bristling over the way he carried himself there, but there is no artifice to him here. He is who he is who he is, and he's constantly optimistic and joyful. I just don't think that this Cam Newton is ever going to dovetail with <clears throat> an outstanding on-field Cam Newton. He's he's a journeyman level thrower mm. and a great leader. I mean, Bill loves him though. Sorry. Bill loves him though, right? I mean, Bill does. I love, love him too. Right? You know, somebody once someone once said, you know, Bill loved Wes Welker at three million dollars. It was when he franchised him for nine million that he didn't really like him. <laughs> and the same thing is true of Cam Newton at four or five million dollars to allow himself to be benched three times last year and never say a, a sad word about it. Of course he's going to love him. He's been nothing but a pleasure to work with because he's been easy. Tom, appreciate the chat. Yeah. This is great, man. Uh, best of luck over the next three weeks. Our eyes and ears will be peeled and listening to the ground to hear this theater that we just gamed out for everybody on the Rich Eisen Show of you and the rest of the New England media trying to get out of Bill Belichick, his thought process on his starting quarterback and who it's going to be prior to week one. I can't wait. This is good stuff. I know. I got my Yeah, Well, that makes one of us. (laughs) Take care, Tom. You're the best. Take care. You be well. That's Tom Curran. Tom E. Curran. Tom E. On uh, Twitter. Journeyman thrower. I mean, boy, he's getting beaten out. Getting beaten out. And he's probably going to start week one. I don't know if he's going to get beaten out. He might not start week one. Then again, the Brady story is he had Bledsoe beaten out or performed so well right. in training camp that he was the guy that everybody's looking at him perform in training camp of that 2001 season saying this kid is playing better. And the difference now but is, Bledsoe. of course, is that we've got 10 reporters live tweeting every practice. Of we've got... 24-7 sports radio coverage and TV coverage, so we can see that it's happening in real time, unlike in 2000. And the other difference is that their Week 2 game in which the Jets will knock Mac Jones into the lineup starting the dynasty, that game's in New Jersey this time, not New, not England. New England. Right, that's the only other difference. Right. And Mac Jones is wearing Brady's college, college number. number. Right, There's, there are some differences. <sighs> We'll take a break. 844-204-RICH, number dial. We'll take your phone calls. TJ, we'll, we'll, we'll unveil that new segment, too. <laughs> TJ Jefferson reads <clears throat> classic rock lyrics. <laughs> <clears throat> Why not? Nice little Friday cleanser of a palate before the weekend. Who is number 57 on the Jets? Rich? Uh, Mo Lewis. <laughs> I mean, right now, right now. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just find the right battery for your vehicle. 
Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. So I have here, word for word, verbatim, three of the great uh, sports rants of all time. Um, and we would love for you to do your best Victor Newman. Is that okay? No, the, the first one is Herm Edwards. Yes, Herm Edwards. The first one up, Herm Edwards on October 30th, 2002, after a week eight loss to the Cleveland Browns. Ooh. Here is play to win the game as told by Victor Newman. This is great about sports. This is what's the greatest thing about sports is you play to win. Hello? You play to win the damn game, right? You don't play just to play it. That's the great thing about sports. You play to win. And I don't care if you don't have any wins. You go to play to win. When you start telling me it doesn't matter, get your ass out of here, then retire. Cause it matters. Well done, that's number one. Next up, on October 16th, 2006, after the Cardinals blew a 20-point lead against the Bears on Monday Night Football. Oh, man. Dennis Green, they are who we thought they oh. were, as as portrayed by Victor Newman. Bears are who we thought they were, you know? That's why we took the damn field. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. <laughs> but they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the damn hook. Very good. Very well done. All right, last one for you. I can feel it. (laughs) I can feel it. I'm glad that we got it rolling, because here's the last one. I can feel it. On May 7th, 2002, the famed practice press conference of one Allen Iverson, as recounted by the man who plays Victor Newman, Eric Braden, hit it, Mark Dolce. Great Allen Iverson, my God, man. Go for it. I mean, listen, man, you're talking about practice, okay? Not a game, not a game, not a game, all right? You're talking about practice, not a game, not the game that I go out there and die for and play every game like it's my last. Not the game. You're talking about practice, man. I mean, how silly is that? I know it's important. Yeah, I do, I do, I do, I honestly do. But you're talking about practice, man. What are we talking about? Practice. You're talking about practice, man. Eric, I think that's your finest work, if you don't mind me saying. Well, thank you very much. Oh, and every time I hear that, he says, I can feel it. I don't know, it just makes me laugh. 
Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Great chat with Tom Curran, Albert Breer joining us. Billie Jean King, hour number three. T.J. Jefferson's SummerSlam preview. That's uh, SummerSlam coming to Peacock this weekend. Um, we're here on Peacock every single day, right after Dan Patrick, before Brother from Another with Michael Smith and Michael Holly. Michael Holly will join us in hour number three to help us take us to his show. Let's go to Kathy in the great city of Philadelphia, as always. How have you been, Kathy? Hey, guys. How's it going? Is, up, is this Ben? Kathy. Is, We're on. Is, is, is this Ben Lyons? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> I appreciate the shots fired. Oh, oh, sorry. Sorry, Rich. Sorry, Rich. Forgot you were back. Um, <laughs> hey, welcome back. Thank you, Kathy. Kathy. <laughs> Um, so I'm going to um, I'm going to ignore Brockman putting my bills on the pain on mine list last week when it came to Super Bowl predictions and then gushing over the mac and cheese up in New England. I'm going to ignore that. Okay. Now instead, talk about your future prospects, Rich. What's that? And something that I know is near and dear to your heart. Okay, what's that? The Jeopardy host position is now available. <laughs> yeah, for the, so, for a moment, so it looks I, like, yeah. I... I I petition that we use the the Rich Eisen Show TikTok handle <laughs> as your highlight reel, and the now four five five can help promote and get you a guest spot as a host to fulfill your dream of hosting Jeopardy. I appreciate that. I think you know. I I do believe that new bump that my uber rating yeah, gave be enough is just enough of a metric right. to tell the good folks at sony television hey, hey you know stop putting me on the pay no mind list down here in el segundo i can I ride so. i can ride share my way up to culver <laughs> city and uh, have my head held up high now that i am you know taking my reputation back with uber drivers one one hundredth <laughs> of a point at a time I could do yeah. that. Yeah, every, every little bit helps, Rich. I appreciate that, Kathy. Well, look, you should start some sort of online campaign. That's the way these things work, yeah. I guess. Go for it. You know what? I'll, I'll reach out to your social media grandmaster. We'll, we'll put something in the works. We'll, we'll get it done, Rich. Just make sure you don't do it for Ben Lyons by accident. I'm back, okay? <laughs> All right? I mean, I guess. Sure, okay. double-check that, uh, that Twitter handle. <laughs> Thanks very much, Kathy. Kathy, Thank everybody you. from Philadelphia. Diehard fan of the show, but she has to bust the stones before she says something, which is a Northeast thing always that I respect. Her. Respect. Sorry, Rich Eisen. That's how we know no, it's always I respect her, Rich. It, so we know it's really her. That's yes. her blue check mark. Yes. <laughs> Interesting times up there in Culver City. Right? Yes, indeed. Jeez. Just, in t- just in time for NFL Network to move out of Culver City. <laughs> right. They're gone. Uh-huh. Uh, 844-204-RICH, uh, number to dial here on the Rich Eisen Show. Uh, do you see Aaron Rodgers said he would have taken the job full-time? I saw if that. If it was offered to him, now it could be offered to him again. I saw that. Look, as you know, I was born on the planet, but this is like Fight Club. You don't talk about Fight Club. You know, no, if you want know, something, you don't but... talk about it. It's not like, it's, it's, it would be a dream come true to do something like that. Oh gosh. You know, and for me to, for, for me, for me to do something that is, you know, uh, giving away any cash and prizes, and showing off knowledge of trivia without being the know-it-all, because uh, I don't know it all, but I do love giving away cash and prizes mm-hmm. and being around smart people. Um, and you know, I do walk around, too, uh, oddly phrasing things in the form, in of, a form question. of a question. <laughs> like, where is Mike Del Tufo? Right? Like, I say that a lot. You know, I do look at some of you guys sometimes and say, what is your malfunction? What is your malfunction? <laughs> right. So, yeah. like, I'm, I'm, I, I kind of know the, I, I know the gameplay already every single day. I form things in a lot of questions. Cadence, the tone. 
you know, occasionally, you know, why don't you listen? You know, right, right. So you can, you know, interviews the guests in the first commercial break, coming back. Oh yeah, you could just do that. Absolutely. What did I say yesterday? Somebody said to me, uh, one of the callers called in, said Troy Aikman and two other players have something in common. You know, do you know what it is? And mm-hmm. I said, who are people who have not been on Never my been kitchen? Never been in my kitchen. <laughs> I've got it on the brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got Historic it on the brain. moments of the show. I've got a platform and I've got it on the brain. Foods I form things in the, the form of a Q. question. I mean, you I got put, it. I, I will love giving you things away in Peach. forms of cash or prizes. Quince. Honestly. Quimor. <laughs> what more do you need? I mean, so is Jerry on it? Like, what are we doing? Yeah. Oh, people are on it. Of course they're on it. Yeah, good. I mean, for you. Hey, Rich, do you remember that like two years ago, I predicted that you were going to get an offer to be a game show host? Is that right? Yeah. I forget what we were doing at the time. You might have been when you went on Strahan's show to do Pyramid. Okay. And you were saying, I think it was the first time you brought up how much you were put on this earth to hand out cash and prizes. Yes. And, and I... I made a statement that you would. Okay. Put it in the universe. Speak it into existence. I speak things into existence, Rich, and they tend to happen. So I'm, I'm, I spoke this spot into existence. Okay. I'm speaking Damon Lillard to the Sixers into existence. Not, not happening. It's Damian. Sorry, Damian Lillard, I'm yes. sorry, yes. And I'm going to speak, speak you into Jeopardy. By the way, the Sixers, congratulations. They did just trade for somebody named Damon Lillard. <laughs> Um, <laughs> That's where my he doesn't came he doesn't he's, he doesn't have the same skills as <laughs> no. not related to Damian Lillard either. It's kind of really weird. That's it for hour number one. Hour number two, Albert Breer and more preseason football talk. Still here on Peacock. We don't have a poll question today, do we? Well, I just put one up actually. What do you got? If you are Bill Belichick, if you're Bill, your Bill, if you're Bill, you are now you are the now modern day Bill. Lombardi. We have now christened the person on Twitter. Bill Belichick, which I'm sure Bam. Bill is very appreciative of very us doing. Very excited about it. We have bestowed upon them all the full faith and credit. You have an Emmy Award now? Uh, Bill Belichick. Who do you start week one, Cam or Mac? All right. Up there. Average eyes. You left out Brian Hoyer, who went two for three last night. Can't quit Brian Hoyer. Why is he on the team? Oh, like you got to have him. No, you don't. Yes, you do. You got to have three. You got to have three. You don't have to. You you got to have three. You don't have to have three. Yes, you do. Just run a wildcat with this. When was the last time Stevenson the Patriots kid? won a Super Bowl without Brian Hoyer on the team? I would say the most recent one. Is that right? He wasn't on the team? I don't think so. See, you're looking it up because you don't know. Well, I got Two for three, 30 yards. He had, a, he had a passer. Oh, pardon me, an RTG. What does that mean? Is that the ESPN version of it? No, that's the rate. That's his actual pass oh, rating. RTG stands for rating. Stands for rating. The ESPN version is QBR, QBR. which is a stat that nobody knows. QBR. JJ Taylor, Ramondre Stevenson. Dude. Ramondre, let's go. You like him, huh? I'm all in on him. I don't know why. Yeah, TJ really likes him. Why? I, I, I probably he's be a special teams guy. From Oklahoma. Fourth round pick. He's going to make the team. You pick somebody fourth round, you're going to make the team. If he's playing this way, too. Yeah, special teams. He'll be a kick returner. That's it. You play, he, if, he's play, if he plays special teams and can tackle, he's on this team. Oh, yeah. No, no doubt. And as you know, Bill's the one who looks, on, looks at all of that stuff. That matters big time. When Mayock showed up in the Giants locker room, you know who his special teams coach was? Bill Belichick. Back in the 80s. Love stories like that. Okay, our number one is in the books. When we come back, the preseason schedule the rest of the weekend and what to look for and what to say, you know what, I'll just watch just because I'm a junkie. 
Uh, and then uh, Albert Breer will be joining us from the MMQB in hour number two with Billie Jean King in hour number three.